Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Siraj Barwani, Chief Strategy Officer at Acuity Ads. Siraj, it's great to have you on the program. Thank you, Jeremy. Really delighted to be here. So tell us about Acuity Ads. Acuity Ads is an omni-channel digital advertising platform, and it is the inventor of Illumin which was launched last year. It's the omni-channel journey automation platform, which essentially brings planning, engagement, and measurement of digital advertising all from the same screen, from the same platform, which is truly innovative in terms of the ability to manage the entire consumer journey from Mm end-to-end within the open web environment. Okay, excellent. So who are who are the main audience or who are the main audiences that your clients are trying to engage through the platform? Absolutely, yeah. So so you know a vast majority of the clients are generally interested in the consumer audience. So roughly mm-hmm. 70% of the audience is direct to the consumer or even indirectly to the consumer if they have a retail channel or otherwise through which they actually drive the purchases. But even direct-to-consumer is part and parcel of these days, as you know, most consumers are buying direct. And the other 30% is the business-to-business customer audience. But the capabilities that we're going to talk about today for the platform and the engagement that's a predominant sort of the, the topic here is relevant for consumers, business, professionals, the entire spectrum of audiences. Okay. So, but the two large buckets are like B2C and B2B. That is correct. Okay. Okay. And so each of those brings with it particular challenges in terms of cutting through all the digital noise that's already out there to get to the consumer, to get to to the business prospect. So in your experience... What are your guys' clients' biggest challenges in terms of engagement? Jeremy, that's not very hard because what is top of mind today and also a challenge is to engage the audience throughout the journey, so to speak, Mm -hmm. the path to purchase. Yeah. Right? Engaging and staying through to is a very difficult thing these days because, as you know, media is highly fragmented between Mm -hmm. where people consume media these days, uh, whether it is on television or digital or streaming or you name it. There's a wide variety of devices through which so fragmentation has been a a, a dominant issue. As an illustration, let's let's take a look at the challenge here. You know, a consumer isn't going to buy a $60,000 SUV by watching a TV commercial and the first pass, right? Nor is it going to buy a $3,000 mattress from Purple by watching a YouTube video, right? It takes a very methodical approach in the way the consumers go through many times that involves guiding them through the process of first becoming aware of something, considering it, evaluating it, comparing it, all of those things that go into the process before they commit to a particular brand and buying from there, right? And so that's what we have referred to as what was called a funnel in the past, and now it's called Mm -hmm. a journey. The idea is fundamentally the same. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So 
That is a fundamental challenge, as you say, just the fragmentation and figuring out how to how to be the guide for for your prospect through that journey, right? To bring them to the promised land, right? Completely, completely. You know, it used to be, Jeremy, the reason it is an important contrast is it used to be that reach was the problem every advertiser wanted to solve for. If I can reach mm-hmm. more people in more places, then I have a good chance that more people will end up buying from me. The problem now is that alone is not enough. Mm. You really, really, to your point, have to guide the consumer through the process because they have so many other distractions that can happen in the process before they decide they'll end up buying something. Right. right. It seems, I think there's almost an irony that the the internet and digital marketing, in, in some ways you could say it's kind of solved the reach problem. Or maybe not solved, but it's really advanced it in a, more than anyone could have predicted. You can really target and reach kind of whoever you want. It's just that it's become so kind of easy to do that there's so much content out there. Now it's distinguishing yourself. And once you've got someone's attention, like, as you said, that's just the first touch and guiding them through and hoping they don't get diverted somewhere along the way on some other path. Right. So let's talk about that. So how do you help your guys' clients? What's the strategy there that you help them with to once you've got that initial touch to keep them on the path, to guide them all the way home? What's the underlying strategy there? So there are at least two things. And then, then the third one is more monitoring. So the first one is the brands have to really, really think about when they think journeys, they have to think about the need first. It's like, what is the core need that they are satisfying? And there could be multiple needs that they are addressing, mm. right? So I can be very simply talking about the mattress category as an illustration, for example, right? Somebody could be searching for a mattress because they have a back pain. They could be searching for it because they just have a new baby in, in, in the family or because they are buying it for a college student who is going to campus this September. Or it could be, any of the combination of things that are could be going on, right? And so the point is that you want to be able to, as a brand, understand that every consumer is on a journey of their own. You want yeah. to be able to intercept them somewhere with your proposition and then guide them through all the way through the way you were talking about it earlier, right? And so if it's about back pain, well, make sure that all of your messages are consistently guiding them through what are the issues, different kinds of back pains, different Mm. types of solutions, all of those things that can actually go all the way through so that you're not just thinking, well, all I have to do is give them 50% off or 20% off or whatever it is, and they'll buy something. Well, no, that's not why they started this whole thing, you know? And so... That's sort of the idea that you want to make sure that your messaging is tailored to the need and you are making sure that you guide them all the way through. That's the way you're going to keep the attention. That's the way you're going to keep the engagement. And and I think follow them through and get hopefully a good percentage of those people to ultimately do business with you. And if you are really good, hopefully they'll come back again and, and, and continue yeah. doing with you. So that's the fun one thing. The mm-hmm. second thing we are learning is that 
there are certain stages in the journey that are far more critical from the perspective of providing the right tailored messaging. And Jeremy, this is really insightful as to what has been learned in the past few years. We found, and I actually wrote a guest column on Ad Exchanger about a year and a half ago on this. I called managing the mid-funnel gap or mm. what Google calls, calls the messy middle. What happens is reaching the consumer is relatively easy. You get the message out there. Getting them to buy once they come to you is also reasonably easy as long as you're experienced in your site or your store is reasonably mm -hmm. good. They will end up buying because they showed up to you, right? It's the middle part where they are exploring and evaluating. Should mm -hmm. they buy this? What else is available out there? And they get stuck in this explore evaluation loop. And they don't break out many times. And that freezes them to, frankly, not buy at all sometimes because they're too confused. And so that's the place where your messaging needs to be very targeted, very focused. There are many learnings that have been gained from behavioral science that you want to be able to apply to get people to break out of that loop where they get stuck. And so I think mm. the midpoint of the journey is where amazing amount of emphasis tailoring of content and the creative and the messaging and the offers all needs to be played out in a very smart way. So you are providing the right guidance so that the users feel that they should be taking action. So I think those are the two big things that we are guiding them. And the Illumin platform that I talked about earlier is perfectly designed for just exactly that to, to help through those strategies, whether you are a consumer business or a business to business, it doesn't really matter. If it is Microsoft trying to sell you on your cloud solution, for example, mm -hmm. it can take a year and a half journey before they will sell a $100 million contract. On mm -hmm. the other hand, if you're trying to sell a mattress for like 2000 or 3000 bucks, you know, the journey might be only four weeks long, you know? So it varies. Yeah. Okay. So the length of the journey can vary, but the problem you're saying is fundamentally the same, whether you're B2B, B2C, whatever. Exactly. Right. So, okay. This is very in interest. That is a great insight, that messy middle. I like that phrase. Yeah. So let's dig into that a little bit more. Sure. So your point is that you need to concentrate on that messy middle and really target your messaging to make it less messy, right? To kind of clear away the clutter so what does that actually look like in practice? So let's say, let's, let's do a specific example. Let's say that I am in the market for a new mattress. Okay. Sure. And I, yeah. and of course, the first thing I do, I get on Google and I research best mattresses, 2021, right. Or something like that. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll, or, or, you know, I'll get a whole bunch of stuff. I'll start reading about it. And let's say then I find like, Oh, purple mattress, they're ranked number one. So I kind of check them out, but then I'm like, well, not, like you said, I'm not just going to buy right away. I'm going to research and I'm going to get into that loop and I'm going to keep learning and researching. There's always another click, always another website. From the point of view of the purple mattress people, what are they? What do they need to be doing behind the scenes to be like, uh, uh, no, 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 dude, here you go. Right over here. This is where you need to go. How does that work? Like, What, what are the best practices to keep people on the true and narrow path? Yes, and I think I think this is the this is definitely the core question, right? In in that what takes what is required in terms of messaging, consistency, 
and getting over the hurdles or what is many times called barriers. You've heard in marketing, we always work with barriers and levers, right? What's the core barrier? Why is this person not taking action? And so they could be not taking action because number one, they haven't really found the right compelling reasons because you know they don't know whether others have actually bought the same thing and what their experience was. Maybe that's what you should be pointing to. It's like you see, nine times out of 10, when people buy a purple mattress, they've had positive four and a half out of five or 4.8 out of five reviews on this thing. So there is yeah. one way to prove that others have done it. It's not a big risk. Other times, you know, we have a guarantee associated with that. You could test it for the next three months, four months. And frankly, if you're not happy with it, we will have somebody come and pick it up from you without you having to commit anything. There's no risk associated with that. So those are the kinds of messages you want to be able to, which you know are going to be generally barriers that prevent people from taking action. Okay. So th those are the things that you want to think through really clearly. Or if they have financial issues and they can't really afford a few thousand dollars for a mattress, well, then tell them there is a very specific type of financing available for you if you are interested in that. By the time you know that they are beginning to explore even further, that's when you want to get into the place where it's like, well, you know, since you really like it, you know what? I'll make it easy for you. We have financing available. Yeah. You don't really need to have that much money available right now just to pay for something like this, but we know you need it. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's those types of things that are available. And I think, you know, the, the Purple Matters people, that now that you asked for that, they have terms like very specific event-centric messaging. Like, for example, the Labor Day weekend is coming. That's a big time. People are moving mm -hmm. to college, making moves yeah. and so forth. A wide majority of the population moving. So maybe what is really on top of mind is like, okay, I'm going to be moving. I have a different destination. How am I going to get that thing over where I'm going to be going? Can you actually deliver it in the right place at the right time when I really need it and so forth? That's another question top of mind for people. So you're, 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 you're focusing on very event and timing centric messages. And then there are what they call evergreen messages and the evergreen messages are always messages that are you know everybody's going to have some question or the other will i have the money available or is the financing available are there specific deals available right now that are really unique to us do you have a really student special or something like that mm. for the event again those are the things that get people over those barriers that get them stuck right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and I suppose it, it really comes down to something that we talk about a lot in this podcast is just being customer centric. Absolutely. Really knowing, not just knowing as much as you can about your audience, about your customers, but empathizing with them, putting yourself in their place, in their mindset, putting yourself Absolutely. through the journey and saying, okay, what, what, what is it actually like to go through this journey and to, and to find us and interact with us? Yeah, the interesting part about this thing, Jeremy, is most of the time, the brand marketers are very, very smart. The clients we work with really take meticulous time. They mm -hmm. do a lot of research to understand and get the insights about the consumer the way you described it, get into the mind of the consumer. They do all of that. I mean, you walk into a typical conference room, you will see whiteboards full of this yeah. whole journey layouts actually done. And they will map where the consumer goes, what questions they have about the barriers and levers that I was talking about earlier and so forth. They do it really, really well. 
where things fall apart is how do you translate what's on the whiteboard to an electronic activatable system mm, yeah. to execute the program that maps to the consumer's journey. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was pointing to Illumin when you said, what do you do? Well, our platform, our platform does. It takes literally what's on the whiteboard. You can go straight mm -hmm. to the electronic board on our platform and on what we call a journey canvas. And the canvas helps you literally play that out, plop in the right assets, push the button and boom, the advertising really goes live. That's how intuitive we've been able to make because marketers mainly always think it's like, okay, we've thought through all of this. Now, how do we make this happen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the activation portion where things fall apart. Yeah. And so now, you know, we have launched this platform. Literally, it's almost like you could think about it as we launched an iPhone-like interface in a programmatic advertising environment mm. where it's mm -hmm. so easy for the marketers to literally activate journey-type executions and be able to learn quickly in real time what people are reacting to. Are they responding? Are they getting stuck in the middle somewhere? How do we get them unstuck? All of that. You can literally see it on the screen. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, that sounds really cool. That is the big advantage, frankly. Now, it took us three years. It took us three years and $100 million mm -hmm. in investment, but we got there last year, and that's when we launched it. Very cool. It's, this is an amazing time in the world of marketing. It's just <laughs> things changing so quickly. The innovation is, is incredible. Yeah, the tools. The tools are advancing. Yes, yes. Absolutely. The tools are really advancing. Well, there's so much more we could talk about, but uh, I think we really got to wrap things up. So leave our listeners with a final thought, a final takeaway from our discussion around this, this concept of audience engagement. Yes, yes, absolutely. So while I've said that execution has become very easy and so forth, but look at the long-standing challenge that most marketers have had when it comes to engagement. This is something, Jeremy, I'm sure you've heard many times, which is if you have $100, how much of that should I be spending on upper funnel brand advertising and awareness advertising? And how much of it should I be putting into response and performance advertising at the downstream low end of the funnel, right? Mm -hmm. It's a perennial question. And there are amazing debates going on. It's almost like a religious war going on out there. It's like, okay, should I be putting 50% or 60%, whatever, right? The answer I have to give as a parting comment for the marketers out there is, frankly, you don't need to guess anymore. What you should do is if you do journey-level execution like this, which is end-to-end -end, from upstream all the way to downstream, you can do dynamic allocations and see What's the contribution of what you're spending upstream and its impact on downstream or any collection of those? And reallocate literally in real time so that you don't have to get stuck in that debate. And that can be done today with like real measuring of the behavior as it is reported from the platform directly or even doing attribution through third parties. Like you've heard of multi-touch attributions, you've heard of mm -hmm. offline channel attributions, analysis and other things. And you can do that. And frankly, there's a lot that can be learned and be able to get past that challenge of how should I be allocating the monies? Amazing. Amazing. Great final thought. Well, Siraj, thank you so much for that, for all of your insights. 
This was one of our best interviews we've done, I believe. Really just chock full of great insights. Thank you for your time. Great to have you. So delighted to be here. Thank you again. Bye. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.